This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Government of Canada announcing they had reached um, an agreement, well, two agreements, really, um, in terms of compensation and reform when it comes to First Nations in this country um, dealing with residential schools. And a lot of questions from listeners as we talked about in terms of how the money was, you know, arrived at and, and what it's for and, you know, why it had to happen this way and all these sorts of things. So we're going to chat now with actually one of the lawyers who was involved in some of the litigation. Anne Levesque is an assistant professor at the Faculty of Law at the University of Ottawa, and she joins us now. Um, and thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me. So let's just um, sort of define the, the terms. Of, you, were, you were a lawyer involved in the litigation here. It's been going on so long. How long were you involved and which particular aspect did you argue? Yeah, so I was, um, the, the complaint was initially filed in 2007 at the Canadian Human Rights uh, Tribunal. I was barely a lawyer at the time and I started working on the case in 2009 um, and the litigation has been going on uh, since that time. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. So uh, we get the announcements, um, you know, a week or two ago that we've arrived at essentially two agreements. Let's break them down. Um, worth about $20 million each. Um, the first one is compensation. Do I have that right? Yeah, so the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal found in 2016 that Canada was, and 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 currently, and is still discriminating against First Nations kids. This is in the child welfare system. It's it has a system that it's underfunding the the services to First Nations children, and um, the finding was also that not only is it underfunding, but the way that Canada funds these services is it actually encourages kids to be taken away from their families and their communities and their homes. So Canada knew that it was harming First Nations children and it continued to act in this harmful way, in a way that the tribunal uh, described as devoid of any moral caution. Um, so it was deliberately violating the law and it's uh, because of that that the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal ordered Canada to pay for the infringement of dignities that had occurred, but also for the willful and reckless discrimination that uh, it had engaged in and is still engaging Okay, so that's the compensation piece for $20 billion. And as you say, still engaging in, which speaks to the other $20 billion that was agreed upon, that's for reform, right? So that this doesn't continue to happen. That's right. Like, and you know, I'm a I'm a mother, and I'm a taxpayer, and you know, I I, I think it's deplorable that the government is you know harming kids. But uh, as a mom, but also as a taxpayer, we we don't want more victims. When there are more victims, uh, there's more payout. So, um, the our our primary objective in all of this litigation has always been to make the discrimination stop. Um, so that's the second part of the the agreement, or the the agreement to which the caring society is a part of is is to find ways to create a child welfare system that gives every child a chance 
an equal chance to flourish and to grow up in their families and their cultures and, and learn their language. Um, and help me understand exactly what the violation of the human rights is. I know there's something called Jordan's Principle. I don't understand that. I'm going to be honest with you. What did the um, the courts say the, our country was doing in violation of human rights? What exactly was the case? Yeah, so this is the, in, in Canada, in, in all jurisdictions, we have laws called, you know, human rights laws. And human rights laws, when we, you know, we think of, you know, the United Nations and all these things. But in Canada, when we talk about human rights laws, we talk about laws that uh, prohibit discrimination. And uh, what the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal found is, yeah, that Canada was underfunding uh, child welfare services for First Nations kids compared to services that were uh, provided to other um, children and families. And it, it and it found that it was the way it was funding uh, child welfare services was encouraging the removal of children, and it compared the harms suffered by children today to the harms caused uh, in Indian residential schools. And that's something that Marie Wilson, who was one of the commissioners in the Truth and Reconciliation uh, Commission, testified to during uh, the litigation. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan's principle is really a, a tragic story named after Jordan River Anderson, who's from Manitoba. And he was a little boy who was born um, uh, in Winnipeg due to uh, his mom's uh, complicated pregnancy. But he's initially from northern Manitoba. Um, he, at the age of two, he, you know, he was hospitalized for the two first years of his life. But at the age of two, he was um, his doctors told him he could go home, but um, because he was a First Nations child, the government of Manitoba and Canada couldn't agree on who should pay for the services um, that would be necessary to have him return home. And any other child might... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Girls would have been allowed to go home. They would have gotten the support they need. But because he was a First Nations child, uh, neither government wanted to pay. And uh, Jordan stayed in the hospital for for three more years, needlessly, and he died wow. in the hospital. Good yeah, heavens. because uh, yeah, and we have the notes of these bureaucrats, you know, going back and forth and talking about this three year old child like he's a a jurisdictional problem. Um, so Jordan's principle aims to just prevent First Nations children from being involved in these you know, bureaucratic ping pong games and that says that First Nations kids should get the services they need when they need them. Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, uh, and we're getting texts this morning and I knew we would and we did last week. Um, 
people asking, well, how was this dollar figure arrived at? How much does each person get? How many people are there and why? Because we often hear, um, you haven't said it, but we've heard from other people, it's not about the money. We're not after money. We don't want the money. So what is the reasoning? Why was this award given of $20 billion? I'm, I'm talking specifically about the compensation. Um, I think I understand it, but help explain it to our audience in terms of why this decision was made and um, this $20 billion figure was arrived at. Yeah, so the well, what I can speak to specifically is the human rights case, um, because there's also been class actions, and, and so I'm not involved in the, the class actions. I'm involved, and I've, I've worked pro bono on this since 2009 on the, the human rights complaint. And under the Canadian Human Rights Act um, is when you um, discriminate, you, you have to pay for, you know, it's kind of like a you have to pay a fine for discrimination. Yeah. And if you discriminate intentionally and knowing that you're violating the law, then you're, it, it's something called, you know, uh, willful and reckless discrimination. It's, it's an increased fine. So that's what the government has been found to be engaging on. So um, we won a ruling in 2019 saying that, you know, the, 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 the tribunal described the discrimination of Canada um, against First Nations children as the worst case scenario of discrimination and you know i agree you know uh, it's the government that has the obligation to protect children was actually harming first nations kids so it described it uh, it so it awarded the maximum amount which is twenty thousand dollars under the act to every victim and it also awarded the maximum amount for willful and reckless discrimination because canada has known since the early 2000s that it was discriminating against first nations kids it knew that some of the kids were dying because of the discrimination, and it continued to act. Um, so the the tribunal said that 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 warrants the maximum amount, which is forty thousand dollars for every child. And um, you know, in the scheme of things, these are children who you know haven't been able to grow up with their families and their brothers and sisters and their communities. And um, it's it's really not a lot if you think about you know what a childhood of equality is worth. Um, so where do we go from here, Anne? Uh, as, we, as we've described, this has been going on for years, this legal battle. Is it over now? What's next? Where are we at? So the agreement in principle, we're really optimistic about it, but it is non-binding. Um, okay. It's an agreement to talk and to uh, figure out, yeah, all the details about the compensation plan. And again, that, that's something that, the, that I'm not specifically involved with, but um, the Caring Society, my client, were involved in the long-term reform. It's to sit down and to talk to experts who will tell us what their recommendations are about how to fix this discrimination. They're going to be working closely with people who are on the ground providing the services and who are going to tell us what we need to do and work to take work together to uh, give these children an equal chance to grow up in their homes. So we're still in a wait and see that what has been talked about and promised will actually come to fruition. And forgive me if I'm a little skeptical based on what we've seen from this government over the years, Anne? Yeah, and well, what I would say is we, you know, litigation is one tool, but we would not have been successful without all the support of Canadians, and especially uh, this summer when, uh, you know, I think Canadians were just so alarmed to find the bodies of the, the children, and there was just a wave of support and solidarity of Canadians saying, this can't happen again, not on my watch. And uh, so we're really counting on the support throughout the year to make sure that uh, the negotiations happen in good faith and, and really with the best interest of children at heart. And thank you so much for your time and for the information this morning. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, 
paying attention to this situation. It's so important. It definitely is. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. That is Anne Levesque, an assistant professor at the Faculty of Law at the University of Ottawa. And as you heard, she worked pro bono for years on this case that has wound its way through the courts and ultimately uh, came to a resolution last month. Does that clear it up for you? It does for me. I think uh, a lot of the questions, because I had similar questions, you know, in terms of the compensation and, uh, you know, and, we, and a lot of you asked the question last week, okay, well, they keep saying it's not about the money, it's not about the money, it's not about the money. Well, then why is it about $20 billion? And, um, you know, the, as she pointed out, that's sort of, that's the way that the system works. The compensation has to be paid uh, in order to, you know, promote accountability and, and it, it to, to show that what you did was wrong. It's like a fine, essentially. Uh, some of you wondering about the time frame. This deals with basically um, from 1991 going forward. Generally speaking, um, uh, some of the, you know, there's a number of different arguments, but it, this doesn't go back to what we were talking about with residential schools in the 50s and the 60s. This is different. Um, this is, you know, after the human rights legislation and all the rest.